Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Hello and welcome to AutoLine Daily. Today we'll look at Nissan's autonomy plan, a unique rear seat from supplier company Magna, and how telematics can help personalize the driving experience. But first we'll start off with Ford, which just announced the specs for the all-new Mustang. First up is the powertrain numbers from its three available engines. The standard 3.7-liter V6 is rated at 300 horsepower and 280 pound-feet of torque. The 5-liter V8 cranks out 435 horses and 400 pound-feet of torque. And the new 2.3-liter EcoBoost is rated at 310 horsepower and 320 pound-feet of torque. It's also adding some new content as well. We all know about the independent rear suspension it'll get, but it will have bigger and more powerful brakes than before, and will also have a performance package for the EcoBoost Fastback or convertible versions and the GT Fastback, which upgrades things like suspension, wheels, and brakes. The 2015 Mustang did bulk up a bit though. It added anywhere from 6 to 87 pounds depending on the model. That shouldn't be too surprising though. It did get that independent rear suspension I just mentioned and was designed to meet more stringent safety standards. All I can say, I can't wait to get behind the wheel of one. Toyota, with the help of some social media savvy parents, just pulled off the wraps of the redesigned 2015 Sienna minivan. Not much has changed in the way of styling other than a few tweaks to the front and rear fascias. The automaker added its driver easy speak feature that it first debuted on the Highlander, which uses a microphone near the driver to project their voice throughout the vehicle through the speakers. The interior also features a new optional display screen in the instrument cluster for the driver and more soft touch materials throughout. The 2015 will make its first public debut this weekend at a art festival in Baltimore called Artscape. Nissan boldly predicted it would have fully autonomous cars for sale by 2020. And CEO Carlos Goan just outlined the company's plan to make that happen. By the end of 2016, Nissan will introduce two technologies that are part of that strategy. The first is Traffic Jam Pilot, which drives the car autonomously during backups. And the other is self-parking technology. In 2018, the automaker plans to introduce technology that will allow the car to autonomously change lanes and avoid other hazards. Nissan hopes that this will demonstrate the viability of autonomous systems to customers and gain their acceptance. Mobility Ventures, a subsidiary of AM General and a company that makes custom-built vehicles for both public and private use, just unveiled what they claim is the first luxury vehicle in the United States designed for people with disabilities. Called the MV1LX, it's powered by a Ford 4.6-liter V8 and is also available with a CNG option. Some of its features include leather seats, wood grain trim, and a full digital nav screen. The MV1LX is built at AM General's plant in Indiana and is on sale right now. And speaking of first, Canadian auto supplier Magna just revealed the first rear seat that can split, fold flat, and recline. Called Sedan Slouch, it's available in manual and power versions, and as you can guess by the name, 
It's designed for use in medium or large sedans. Magnus says the seed is production ready and has begun talks with OEMs about getting it into their vehicles. This is a kind of cool concept, but we want to know what you think. Would you want this in the back of your car? Just let us know in the comments section below today's show. And coming up next, a look at how telematics can help drivers personalize their cars. Here's another great thing about the all-around performance of our Dueler tires. A comfortable, quiet ride. Oh. At Bridgestone, our passion for performance knows no bounds. Connected vehicles and telematics could potentially transform the auto industry, and that's why it's the topic on this week's Auto Line. In the following clip from that show, John asks his guests if this technology can help personalize the driving experience for an individual. Absolutely, and, and, and personalization is part of what I call context awareness. And that will allow you to actually bring down the information load that you have as a driver in a vehicle to a minimum so that you can consume information and still concentrate on the main task, which is driving, right? But maybe just to also add to, to this whole discussion, we can't as a, as a country or government say people should not do this stuff. It doesn't work like this. Because even if you turn off the navigation system in a car while I'm driving, people just pull out their phone and use the navigation application on there because guess what, that works, right? So people have certain needs that we need to address and I think by using technology, it will become the answer to address driver distraction. And you do this by having uh, context awareness in the car, personalization, and ultimately the car will become, as a result of all of these technologies, self-aware. Meaning if I know I'm, you're driving in a car at a high speed, maybe that phone call should be rerouted into your voicemail because now you're occupied with passing up other vehicles. If I'm stopped at a stoplight, of course I can consume information, right? But there's a, another big, I think, difference between the way we think about consuming information in a car versus other environments that we're in. It's not about internet browsing. I call it actually internet snacking that you do in the car. Pieces of information that I need to know that I can consume while I still focus on the task. I was just gonna say, I, I, I totally agree with that. And I, and I think if, if you look at the trajectory of our companies and, and you look at the active safety uh, equipment that we're putting in the cars, it will allow, like you're saying, context aware, it will allow the, the driver to do much more than, uh, you know, than, than uh, should be done uh, in, in certain circumstances where if there's a lane keeping system or an adaptive cruise control engaged, uh, the accessibility should be increased, and, uh, or if you're stopped. But in a heavy traffic situation, if there, there's an understanding, that's, those systems should be locked out. And Henry, what are your ideas, and I love that, of the self-aware car? Yes. So essentially what is going on is a lot of this technology actually is uh, somewhat available in a premium segment vehicle. So you walk into a premium segment vehicle and it has uh, a variety of automated driving features. You know, we talked about adaptive cruise control, collision, avoidance, and so forth. What you're going to find is a trend of this technology transcending down to the mass market. So you're going to find a vehicle that is you know, in the $25,000 range that possibly could have this type of feature that could help uh, in the active context awareness and enhancement of the safety and the driving in the context of, of driver distraction. Joining John for that show is Tilo Kaslowski from Gartner Research, Henry Bizet, who handles connected car technology at Kia, and Jim Keller from Honda R&D Americas. And as always, you can watch that entire discussion right now on our website, autoline.tv. But that's a wrap for today's show. Thanks for watching, and have a great weekend.
Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.